Ayana Cecchini, you've just come back from finishing Giro. How do you feel? It's quite nice when you finish uh, a hard race and you know that it's all about recovery. So I'm just uh, enjoying some rest days uh, at home. Uh, I was missing so much my family and uh, my cat and uh, <laughs> my grandmother and my grandfather. So actually today I, I did a, a small training with my bike just to restart a bit because uh, next week I will race um, uh, Beneledis. Mm -hmm. So I have to be informed. And, um, you, you know, it's it's really strange to go slowly and uh, because <laughs> we had really fast and furious stages at the Giro. So it's nice to be home and just wake up in the morning and, uh, yeah, and have nothing to do. <laughs> and it was your first Giro. Yeah, it was my first Giro because uh, I'm also a track rider. So every year, uh, Giro was uh, the same uh, week of the European Championship under 23. Mm -hmm. so this year, I'm not under 23 anymore and getting old. So it was time for my first Giro. I think it was nice to do it only this year because it's a really hard race. And I also talked with my team and uh, my sport director said me, yeah, 23 is the right uh, age to start uh, the Giro. And uh, I mean, the last four and five stages were really, really hard. And you really feel the every day you are more tired. And uh, I think you you don't have to be so young because it, it could be a really shock to the system. So uh, it was it was really great to, to do it this year. And last year it was a bit uh, sad about not doing that because I was thinking, no, no, I really wanted to do my Giro with my Tricolora jersey. But Luckily, also this year happened, so I'm I'm two times happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've heard about when you're wearing the tricolor jersey, the crowds just cheer for you all the way around. Did you have that? Yeah, yeah, it was super. I mean, being in the in the climbs and someone just tell you go Italian champion and someone go go Elena or go something like that and it's something that really push you and um, every day like being at the sign with my tricolor jersey really I was really proud of that and uh, as I said uh, this this year at the, my Italian championship they said they asked me uh, how I, I could do it for the second time in a row and they said this jersey is the um, comes from last year because last year when I won my first tricolor jersey I just push it so hard until the end of the season because I really wanted to honor that that jersey and this year was the same so it helps me to improve and to step up and so this year was really really emotional oh that must be wonderful and I guess when you're out there in a small breakaway like like you were yeah then people can really see it's you yeah um you know, in the Italian Championship, the only way we had to, to beat Elisa, that is the strongest one in Italy on the climbs, was to be in a, in a breakaway before the, the, last, the last climb, because the last climb was really hard. And uh, I'm not a climber at all, so I was really, really scared about like having Valentina Scandolara and Dalia Muccioli with me, because they are good on the climbs too. But when I re I'm really focused and uh, like I was on the front, so my teammate really works for me a lot. So I was so motivated to go for the win and it happened. So I was quite strong and quite lucky. So it was all perfect. Oh, and you looked very happy in the photographs. Yeah, yeah, I was. It was uh, maybe maybe happier than last year uh, because, you know, last year was quite a surprise for me. But mm -hmm. this year 
I was so close to my tricolore jersey and I, I really didn't want to, to leave that jersey. So uh, I remember that uh, in Bira, when I, when I had my, my la- I thought it was my last, uh, my last race with the jersey, uh, on the sign I had like a small tear coming back from my eyes. So Aww. yeah, it, I was so happy to, to, to be with the tricolore another year and I, I will try to do my best. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the hardest national championships to win. I think the Italian and the Dutch are the two hardest, hands down. And there aren't many, there aren't many riders who've won it twice in recent history either, are there? Yeah, this year especially was so hard because, you know, every, every year we have like uh, some laps to do <laughs> many times. And it's always strange because like the, the strongest girls are always looking at each other. So last year, for example, was one of the first years in, in which uh, the strongest girl really could stay on the front and we were in a small break and they just attacked in the, in the downhill and it was a really, really rainy day. So I was uh, also lucky that uh, everyone just let me escape and leave me with some meters on the front and they could not uh, take me until the end and the, the end was really technical. So that's why I won last year. And this year was, I think, the first year in which we have uh, the, the race in line. So everyone didn't know what to expect about this race because for sure Elisa was the strongest one with the arriving in a climb of 5Ks, but uh, she was one against all the peritons. So uh, my, my team really did a great job and uh, we, we could reach the, the win, yeah. Oh, and, and that must have been the best thing to go into the race. If you're going to go into a stage race, that must be the biggest high to feel like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I think cycling now is quite changed from last year's. Uh, you don't have uh, um, like one people who really can do that for for sure, like Marianne was. And uh, you had some really strong cyclists who can do it uh, alone. But now it's all about the team. And uh, more and more, the, the girls are, uh, that are in a top level are really similar. And uh, you are finding more and more uh, all-around uh, riders. And uh, I think one time there, there was the sprinter, the climber, the TT woman. So... Now it's really different and I think that you can reach some goals only with the help uh, of, the, of the team. And it's such a great uh, emotion to, to share your, uh, your win with, um, with other people. Yeah, I mean, that must be quite interesting because obviously you were, you were a very good track rider. You know, you were a European tra- champion on the track twice and you had a silver medal in the world championships while you were a junior and you've got so many good track results. But track is quite individual <laughs> what do you what what which do you like better or do you just like them both for different things um i think uh, yeah um, track is more individual like when you do some international race for sure you you start for example at the worlds you are the only one from your nation mm. and uh, at the european you can start in two so it's it's really different from the road and um but for example the team pursuit it's only a team race so it, it really changed from race to race. Uh, being a track rider gives me a lot of satisfaction, a lot of results when I was younger. And since last year now, I'm doing it less and less because I'm more uh, focusing on the, on the road. The road is my, my favorite part. So um, I think that 
that you know like cyclocross or other uh, other parts of cycling can really give you something more because for example track really gives you a good speed and uh, uh, race speed and uh, you can do a lot of specific words on the track like uh, i mean when you start from the block are some really power works that in, on the road is really difficult to do so i'm just i think that i will combine the two things uh, in my career also in the future uh, but next year is a really important year and uh, uh, on the track Italy is uh, now uh, qualified only for the team pursuit and has to do a really good winter to go to the Olympics too mm -hmm. and um, I don't know really well the, the the race for Rio on the road but I think it's really really hard so I think that doing both could, could be really difficult and uh, I'm just I just want to go on the road so I think that for sure I will be, I'm also now in the national team for the, for the team pursuit, but ne next year I think I will be more focused on the road and uh, yeah, I think it's, it's the right thing to do, but I hope to be, to be on the track for other races like uh, the words for the point race or the scratch race and uh, I think that after Georgia uh, on the race uh, maybe I, I can go for, for that place, so I'm I'm trying to do both, and I think it's really good for for your body and for uh, for to be a a good cyclist. Mm -hmm. And looking at your track results, because you know you were the under twenty three points race champion last year. You know you were third in the in, in Europe, and it, it feels like you've got those um, that tactical brain that you use both in the track and both and both on the road. Because you can't win a points race just by being strong. You've got to be clever as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You have to be smart and clever. And uh, uh, point race is actually m one of my favorite races on the track. I think that a good road cyclist can be really good on the point race too because it's all about endurance and being fast. Because one time it was only uh, about uh, sprint, but now it's taking the laps and mm. uh, having a lot of endurance. So it was, uh, it's quite easy for a road cyclist to go to the track and be good on the on the point race and you have to be so smart and uh, have uh, you know some technique also mm -hmm. so i mean uh, in some races on the road is the same you have to to be really smart to understand which is the best uh, the best breakaway and the breakaway that can go to the finish line and in women's cycling is so different because really every breakaway can go to the finish line <laughs> i this uh, this year i have to be honest when I knew that, for example, in some races, we could go to the finish line in the breakaway. I was always looking to Lucinda because I know that she's really good in <laughs> going to the right breakaway and it really helped me. You know, when, when I was younger, the, everyone said to me, cycling is an, um, a sport of experience. You need a lot of experience to be good. And it was like, oh, come on, you have to be strong. <laughs> Don't have only to be strong. You have to, be, to have experience because now that is my third year in the... Um, elite uh, peloton i really sometimes know that something will happen in the in the moment after and if this happens so i'm just thinking about for example emma johansson or annemiek van bluten they they really can more than me they really know what is going to happen and it's easier for sure so that's why maybe sometimes they're always in the right moment in the in the right place mm. this is something that you you just learn year by year and uh, so I, I hope to have uh, so, some things to improve. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when you said that, you know, you're quite happy that you 
didn't ride the Giro when you were younger, you know, looking back on it, that really showed because, you know, you had two third places and a fourth place. And that's using all the skills that you've learned about positioning and about who to follow to kind of get there. Yeah, yeah. You have to, um, for sure, to be to be in a good form in, in this race because in general in cycling, but especially in Giro Rosa where there are the best riders of the world and uh, you really need to be on the front and look what is happening. So getting these results was really important for me and for the team. We we just wanted to go on the podium as much as possible, and with me and Carly, we we reached this goal also. So I was really happy. For sure, you know, winning a stage is another thing, and I will fight uh, next year and uh, yeah, in my career to do it because now that I raced the Giro, I really understand how much is it important. And uh, I was so surprised to see how much is important not only for the Italian team or for the Italian riders, but for all the peloton is is the biggest race of the season I think so I'm happy to to really understand what is happening something really important in the race and uh, I mean the sprint I did third I was lucky but I I also uh, understood w- which was the the best wheel to take and was for sure the one of Velocio train because uh, they are such a really good team in, in the sprints the stage I, we arrived in the breakaway uh, it all happened because there was uh, a narrow road with a lot of turns. So I, I really knew that uh, Boyles wanted a breakaway was in the front to take the, the bonus. Mm-hmm. So it, it, uh, I was on uh, the front in that moment and I managed to stay with the, with the breakaway and was an, another good chance for me. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, you were a lot of fun to watch. And I, I mean, I guess one of the things that's sad about the Giro is you are, always have quite a lot of young riders from the small Italian teams who've never ridden anything anywhere near as this. And they kind of, you know, pull out halfway through because they've missed the time cut or they're exhausted. And that must be a horrible way to have your first Giro. You know, it must it must just make you want to go home and cry a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I had like, uh, a really bad day the day after my crash and I really thought about these girls that are doing gruppetto every day and it's taught you know when you do gruppetto it's like okay I go easy until the end but it's not like that sometimes really the case don't pass at all and it's it's boring and you are doing a lot of uh, efforts to to be there so I was laughing one day with Carly because she said, you know, my first race ever in Europe was Giro. And they said, oh, I don't know how, how you really keep on going cycling after that. Yeah. Because it's, it's really a shock to the system. And uh, I think that, for example, uh, do Giro, and now I really feel stronger than before. Like, in, like today, I, I, I was feeling really strong because, you know, you... you your body's like uh, has a memory, so it it um, now I have some race speed and uh, strength and endurance, so I'm feeling good. But if you're not going to race anymore for like one month, or if you didn't really race it one month before the Giro for that young girls, it's really a shock. You just do ten days full gas and then stop, and you don't have uh, the chance to to improve and uh, to try to get to get some results. And it's um, it's a difficult thing. Yeah, in Italy we have uh, a difficult situation about cycling, and that's why I think that um, some girls really want to go in a foreign country and uh, foreign teams, and then they just didn't want to 
don't want to come back anymore. And uh, it all started with uh, with Georgia and with Noemi Cantel, and, mm. and now Elisa followed the, the same steps, and then me and uh, Scandolara. So I think it's not things that happens by chance. We just really want to go where there is uh, the true cycling, and this is a sad thing, I know. Mm. The good thing is, is that they're allowed to, because I remember Georgia wasn't allowed to race in foreign teams for some years, was she? Um, you know, yeah. the, the Italian Federation wanted us to stay in Italy. Yeah, because, because she's like in a military team. Mm. Uh, I am also in a military team. So, for example, uh, in 2012, I had the, the opportunity to go in a, in a foreign team, but my military team said me no because... Uh, Italian Federation didn't allow this thing and now luckily change because they know that also for us is the best thing to do. So to be to be in top shape at the worlds and to be also in that 100% we really need to do a full uh, calendar and uh, doing some important races. So they knew that they had to change something and luckily they did. <laughs> luckily, for, luckily for Lotto as well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what What's the difference riding with them after a, after your years riding on Italian teams? Yeah, um, I think the the main uh, different thing is that, like in Lotto, I mean, because I don't experience any any other team, but in Lotto they really treat you as a professional rider. Like in Italy, your uh, your sport director is like your dad or uh, something <laughs> that that really is. Um, so, someone that really go in, in, the, in your personal facts or uh, they just want to assure that you train every day and you eat to good and uh, you're doing the, the right things. In, in, uh, instead, in, in, in Lotto, like this year, I remember that the, the first training camp, there, there was a girl that was feeling sick and she just said, oh, I'm not coming to training today because I'm not feeling good. And I was like, oh, this could never happen in an Italian team because everyone just thinks that she's going to lie. Mm -hmm. This is not a good thing. I, I mean, we need to be more responsible with it. So this is, this is the, first, uh, the first thing that I really understand. And this is better for me because I'm really, yeah, I'm trying to be really professional. And for me, it's normal to be like that. And if you just keep me in uh, no pressure, uh, not asking every day what what did you do and how how much you trained and something like that. You can really uh, be mentally uh, easier, and when you are mentally happy, the result just comes. So this is the the most important difference. Yeah, and your results have been fantastic. Um, it makes me laugh because you know everyone thinks Italians like you know you, you like riding on the track, you like riding indoors, you like the heat, and there you are, <laughs> sixth in Omnipet Noisblatt, set, uh, fifth in Ronde van Vlaanderen, like all these cobbled races. <laughs> I was so surprised to be honest, and you know uh, the the one meter after the line in uh, in Vla Flanders, I was like, oh shit, I just missed the podium. And it was on Jolene Dor, but it was too real, but it was too much for me. And they just lost the third place in the last uh, 50 meters. Mm -hmm. But then I was so happy. And I really understand that, for example, next year, it, it can be a, a really good go goal. Also, if uh, I know that everyone really wants to win Flanders. So it's harder and harder every year. But uh, I was happy for the team also because uh, it was Easter. Uh, that day because every year they do it in Easter and I just remember that 
no one just say me happy Easter because in Italy is a, a really important uh, uh, day. Mm -hmm. And uh, then it was only Flanders Day for the Belgian people. So they're <laughs> feeling it so much. And my team was so happy when I, when I did top five. And uh, they really give me everything I need. And, uh, you know, it's not maybe the, the team with, uh, with uh, a lot of money or something like that, but... Uh, just being happy and smiling every time and uh, no pressure at all. This is this is what maybe a lot of girls need. So I'm happy to be there. Yeah, I'm looking. I look at your results and tenth in Strade Bianchi, uh, you know, which is such an exciting race. You know, tenth in the first time that race happened. That's good. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah. That was that was another great day for women cycling. And, uh, you know, doing it for the first time, everyone was so excited and I think the organization was so good. So having like new races on the calendar is such an exciting thing and um, I'm really happy about that. I know, I, I think that also in Italy something is moving. Uh, so I, I hope that next year we will have uh, more races maybe uh, with the men and so it could be great. Yeah, and then you won that stage of the uh, festival Elsie Jacobs in that incredible breakaway. Yeah. <laughs> that breakaway only won by a couple of seconds and you won yeah. that stage. How did that feel? We had like one minute in the last two Ks and then I remember that uh, like I, I knew that for sure the, the women to, bat was, to, to beat was, um, was uh, Lucinda and uh, but the, me, her, and I remember Sprat was with us. So we we worked so much to be to arrive to the finish line. And then Lucinda started so early the spring that I I really passed her easily. And uh, when I arrived, I didn't know that the group was just few meters <laughs> behind me. So I I was so happy that day because uh, um, it was my first win with the the with my national champ jersey, and I was really really happy. So it was special also because, you know, I, I think that sometimes when certain things have to happen, they just happen. And uh, I, I don't know if there is like some uh, destiny or something like that or fate, but um, everyone said to me, Luxembourg is a perfect race for you. And after the prologue, I was like, oh, I don't think it's a perfect race for me. <laughs> and everything went well and I was really happy. Yeah, and the photo was fantastic. You know, there's the photo of you um, with your arms in the air and the peloton just like there behind you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I was quite lucky also, I think so. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you make your own luck. Do you know what I mean? I think sometimes you can put yourself in the right position where you can take advantage of luck. And actually, I think it's all skill as well. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so um, looking at this Giro, which was your favourite podium? Was it the bunch sprint or was it the breakaway? Or are they exactly the same but different? Um, I think um, in the sprint maybe was uh, was better because uh, I didn't. I really didn't expect it. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know what I am, to be honest. Like, <laughs> one say me, you are an, an all-arounder, but I'm not the best in the sprint and I'm not the best in the climbs at all, especially the long climbs as in Giro. So I really was not there for the GC. And um, when I did these two podiums, I was really happy both. Maybe I was uh, a bit disappointed also after the, the podium uh, in, in the end of the breakaway because I knew that Lucinda was the strongest, but she was also the strongest because 
she was in the position in, in which she had not to be on the front because she, she had the GC riders on the back. So that, that was for sure a team tactic. And uh, so uh, she she just beat us. And uh, I was maybe disappointed a bit for, for, for this thing, but both were really special. And um, maybe I'm a bit more surprised for my for my sprint bunch so <laughs> <laughs> it must be interesting when you are an all-rounder because I think that's something that Elisa Longo-Volghini kind of suffers from sometimes because she's not the best um she's not the best climber and she's not the best sprinter but when she wins it's it's like you know when she won Trofeo Binder and when she won yeah. um when she won Flanders this year when she got onto the world championships podium like yeah. She's not going to win every race, but the ones that she wins are special. Yeah, I think she has to really sweat a lot to, to win. And, mm. uh, you know, sometimes I'm thinking about, like, sprinters. They are so lucky because they, they have the, they are talent. Uh, Kirsten Wild, for sure, she's the best sprinter of the world. And she can reach, like, 15 wins every, every year. And maybe, yeah... Maybe Elisa is doing the same efforts of of Kirsten, but she only got like two or three wins. But mm. I mean, being there in every race, it, it's what is really important. So uh, I think that everyone knows the 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 values of Elisa, and so I think this is the the, the important thing. No, mm. uh, winning is al- always special, but sometimes also helping the team to win is is special and. Yeah. Yeah, for example, I talked with Elisa this year and, you know, she she got uh, some injuries from the Giro in Lombo Chatalgia. She had something like that to the leg. Uh-huh. And, but I just say, remember what you won this year. I think it was one of the most important races and you have to be happy for that uh, because you did it in a great way. So just as you said, you win not so much, but you do it. You do it in a happy way. So this is what what is really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So looking back at the Giro, what was your happiest moment on or off the bike? Uh, I think my happiest moment was uh, at the team presentation uh, the, the evening before the prologue because it was so nice to see that they put on some pink lights for us and uh, there was a lot of people standing there for us and cheering for us. And I really felt like, uh, you know, we we just seen the, the team presentation at the Tour de France and we were in like in a small team presentation of Tour de France for us. It was nice. For sure, every moment in which on the climbs, when it was like in difficult moments, there were people cheering for me. It was really, really emotional and uh, for sure out of the bike uh, you know sharing your your feelings with your teammates Giro is something that really uh, put the team together and you share every feeling the pain uh, the joy everything so these these are the, the best things that I I'm bringing home from the Giro oh that's lovely and um, obviously you had the two podiums and then you had that horrible crash how's your chin yeah, now it's better. I um, I just had this terrible crash in the neutral zone. Two two girls just in front of me, they touched each other and it's something that can happen when you are 150 girls in the same road. So 
uh, it's not no one fault, but uh, they were just in front of me and they could do nothing to avoid them. So I just crashed with my chin and with my uh, breastbone. So I just really couldn't breathe for like 30 seconds and it was totally in panic. Like I was, I, I tried to breathe, but no air entered in my, in my, my breast. So it was uh, quite a difficult situation. But then everything went well, and the doctor said me, come on, go in, came in the ambulance, and they said, no, I want to restart again. And he said me, no, no, you can't. And they said, yes, I want, <laughs> I, I try. So when he really looked at me, looked at me and saw that I was so, like, uh, I really wanted to restart again, he just put, pushed me four stitches and said, okay, you can go, and I just restarted. And uh, it was nice to see that uh, a lot of girls just asked me, hey, how are you, and something like that. It was a quite hard stage, but yeah, I, I really wanted to help Carly, that was with the green jersey, so I just tried to stay with her as much as I could. And uh, the day after, was I was painful, like uh, a lot of uh, hurts coming out, so it was my worst day on, on the bike, but uh, being in the Giro, it was more special and so I just said okay I have to go and uh, now I'm feeling a lot better yeah <laughs> I mean it looked really scary that photo of your chin looked yeah. really scary so but you know super tough for you to carry on because you know it must have been tempting just to get in that ambulance and let them take you away or not or was there no chance were they going to have to drag you off the road yeah I just give no chance to the doctor and <laughs> I think that the mind is the most important thing in cycling so I was not in a in a little race or a, in a race that I did I didn't matter so I just wanted to keep on going for me and for the team and uh, it was uh, this the right choice so I'm happy about it <laughs> <laughs> so two more questions what was the best thing that either you packed or that you saw one of your teammates take? So, for example, if, if we're having a first-time rider next year and she's wanting to pack, what would you advise her to take with her? Uh, I think I'm not the right person to give advices because if my teammates are with only one bag, I'm always with two or three bags. So <laughs> every time Danny, my sport director, is looking at me, I said, oh, my God, but... You know, you you have to be really good uh, combining the things you really need and the things that yeah maybe could be useful. So we are women, so <laughs> we have a lot of things uh, every time. But I mean, for example, this year I I brought only two kits in Giro Rosa because I knew that the the temperature was really hot and then. We, we washed it every day, so the day after you could use the same one. Mm -hmm. so it was useless to bring a lot of kits and something like that. And then you just didn't need your uh, the, the sweater or something really that keeps hot because uh, we use it only T-shirts. Mm -hmm. I think the, the most important thing to do is that when spring comes, uh, just to do like uh, a bag, a small bag, to keep it in the van of the team or in the mobilon of the team, in which you have all your winter things, because you never know during the season the, what is the, the meteor forecast. But uh, if you're just uh, racing under some rain or there is a, a bad day, you have everything in the, in the team mobilon, so you don't have to bring it every time. Mm -hmm. It really makes you save a lot of space. So yeah. this best advice I can I can give <laughs> and then 
about the race, what if you've got first time, riders who want to race it for the first time next year, what advice will you give them about racing it? Um, for sure, I think that you have to train really well before going to race and that be honest with, with yourself. So if you know that you're not 100%, just don't spare energies. But at the same time, you have to be like brave. And uh, sometimes like going in a breakaway can be really the, the right thing to do if you're not uh, 100% because, you know, you can have two minutes before a climb so you can reach to stay with the best climbers when they, they, they take you, doing it with your pace until they, they, they take you. So it, it, this is a, a really, um, the really right thing to do. And then in a stage race, it's all about recovery because when you start a race, yeah, you, you can be good uh, every day or not. And it all depends about how do you sleep, how do you eat. And uh, it's good to eat, for example, after the stage, directly after the stage, something that has some carbo to, to put some energy on the muscles ready for the day after. And then sleeping like eight or nine, nine hours every day. And uh, for sure this year it was really important to drink also because keeping your muscles hydrated. And so I really think that these are the, the, the most important things to do. Excellent. So last question. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, are the, what are your goals for the rest of the season? Well, I just plan everything with the team during the Giro. And um, so now I'm, I'm just keep on going with, with the bike until uh, Sparkassen because uh, I know it's, it's a World Cup in which I can try to, to, to do well. And uh, also because we are not going to, to Sweden for the World Cup. So uh, this and Plue will be my, my two la World Cups of the season. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm trying to do my best until the 1st of August. Then I have some rest, just a few days, like uh, four or five days. And then uh, I will go another time on altitude, I think, uh, in Livigno to prepare uh, for the Worlds. And uh, after my altitude, I will uh, race uh, Trofedor, Plue, and then uh, I will see if both Holland and Lotto Tour on only Lotto Tour. And um, I, I really want to, to, to have a good result this year in, uh, in Richmond. I know it's a really high goal, but uh, I think it's the right time this year to be good and uh, I, maybe it doesn't mean to have a good result but to be in the in the hot part of the race so when the the race explodes just to be with the with the best girls on the front and uh, I will do my best for for the team of course yeah I really want to be one of, of the girls that will 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 do the race with um, my other uh, national teammates I I think that this uh, world really suits me well because they say me it's like a spring classic with these two climbs that are not so long but are really hard. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so I think I will really like this race. And uh, I experienced the uh, racing in USA and I know it's something really, really, really special. So... Uh, I just want to be there on the top form and, uh, and then we will see. Oh, well, good luck. Good luck. I hope we can see you there.
<laughs> Thank you. So um, if people want to follow you on the internet, uh, where, where can they find you? Uh, so I have uh, three social media. <laughs> so I have Facebook, uh, yeah, with my name. And uh, I'm thinking about creating like uh, my own page, but it's something that maybe I will do next weeks when I have some, some more rest and something like that. Then I am on uh, Twitter and uh, my name account is Elena Cecchini92. And, uh, and then I am on Instagram and uh, I am with uh, the name Elena. And uh, then there is like a, a C E K, so Elena Czech. Excellent. Yeah. So everyone should follow you there all the time. Yeah, they have to. They have to. <laughs> I'm searching more followers and <laughs> more popular. <laughs> we can make that happen, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, <laughs> and you do have a very good Twitter, so everyone everyone should follow you because you, you you're a lot of fun online. Thanks. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much, and good luck. Thank you, thank you, Sarah.